Maybe I'll leave that. I don't know. Full disclosure, I cannot start the podcast without listening to the theme song because I'm like, what am I doing? Who am I? I totally forgot what the whole idea of this was. Anyways, hello and welcome back to Confessions of a Wannabe It Girl. It's Marlene. It's just me again. Um, You know, uh, I in my head, I had a lot of great ideas for this episode. I was going to talk about how meaningful 2020 has been for all of us and like, you know, what we can learn from it. Um... And really, I'm just fucking really anxious for my flight tomorrow. Um, yes, I know I talk about going home in the previous episode, but truth is my flight is actually tomorrow and I'm pre-recording these because I'm going home and I, yeah, I can't deal with this whole setup in computer-ish stuff at home and my parents, like, I just feel like if I was trying to do this, it would be a nightmare and also like I would not be in the right mindset at all. So yes, I was going to be all like tranquil and like talk about, um, you know, what we can learn from 2020. Guys, I gotta be fucking honest. I am so anxious. Like, I don't really have plain anxiety. I mean, I think it's a little weird. Just like the whole concept, you're like in the air. But the whole like COVID situation makes me really nervous. Even though like, I just think it's like the fact that this thing should make me anxious has made me anxious. And like, it's the first time flying with my cat and I'm scared. I'm like, what if she freaks out? But she's like a chiller. So she's going to be fine. Basically, it's like, I think that there's something to be anxious about. So I'm anxious. Anyways, rant over. Um, I did actually want to talk about 2020. I mean, how fucking sick of 2020 dokes are you? Probably so fucking over it. I mean, yeah, no, this year is definitely not what we thought it was supposed to be, but I don't need to tell you that because um, you lived through it. So I'm not going to go into that. Anyways, so yeah, this year was definitely different. So my real question is, is there anything we can walk away from this year with? Um, well, I would like to remind you that until nine months ago, you didn't know what Steve's inside of his house looked like. So now you may know if Steve is a clean person or not. You know, is that crush realistic? Or like, is Steve not worth your time? Maybe you're OCD and you need to know if Steve's a clean human. And it turns out Steve is not. And now you know the inside of his apartment and you are no longer interested interested. You are no longer interested. Okay, you get my point. Basically, we have seen inside each other's living rooms. I mean, I've personally felt like I've learned a lot from this about people's decor choices, just even, you know, what kind of computer they have. Like, if they have the iMac and not, like, a laptop and, you know, you get that nice, like, tilted view of them, you know, I feel a little different about you. I have both. Don't get me wrong. So, like, what does that say about me? But the thing is, like, we've intimately seen a lot more about people. It just kind of colors the background of their lives. Do you remember when we didn't know how to use Zoom? Hilarious. You know what I think is so funny about Zoom? That when you're doing things on Zoom and you're like in a meeting and you have to be like, do, 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 just pulling it up right here. Like, do, 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 just hold on a second while I just, you know, scroll, like you narrate what you're doing. 
what? Like what? It's so unnecessary. Like you feel the need because you know people are watching you to explain what you are doing. I, it's so weird. Like just do it, but we all do it. It's like the awkwardness of the situation just makes you think you are you have to explain what you're doing. Really, when you owe that justification to no one. Like I said, I'm a little jumpy. People drove a lot less this year. I personally drove a lot less this year, except for, I don't know, this story is hilarious. I really wanted to surprise my mom for Mother's Day, tried to drive home in my uh, 2011 Nissan, and uh, the transmission just like stopped working. So I had to get a new car, which has the least amount of miles on it, probably because I didn't drive anywhere. That's something I would like to, all right, let's put a little pin there. Pin. Okay. So before COVID, don't you remember we used to like push ourselves like really hard to do like 20,000 things in a day? I definitely did. I would get up and drive to place to then drive to another place to drive then halfway back to drive to another place to drive to another place. I was just living out of my car. I used to call my car my office and I had no idea the amount of underlying stress that kind of thing could cause on a person. Like not saying I'm relaxed in COVID by any means, but maybe like we shouldn't do that to ourselves. Maybe, you know, we don't drive eight places a day and, you know, learn to speak up for that's too many things for me to do in a day. Or, you know, could you actually meet me here? Not that we're meeting up with people anymore, but could you actually meet me here? Because if not, I'm going to overdrive. Like, could we split the difference and meet in the middle? You know, in New Mexico, I drove 30 minutes to get to high school. So I drove a lot then too because of the distance, not because of the traffic. But learning to maybe set yourself up to, what was that noise? Maybe we should learn to set ourselves up to have less stress built into the current system we are functioning. So, you know what? And the point is really... I might have been pushing myself. Maybe we all were, or maybe you were under pushing yourself. But whatever you were doing, the big lesson is we don't have to push that hard. Like we don't have to push that hard on the lazy brakes. We don't have to push that hard on the like go, go, go brakes. I think it's literally let's meet in the middle. You want to know something ironic? One of my goals that I literally wrote out in my planner because I'm neurotic was to slow down in 2020. I didn't mean that fucking far, but I got it. And it was a little bit of a lesson. Like it was like, oh wow, like I'm exhausted. Like I need to sleep. Like the little things, the little things, like my self-care levels were so low. Now they are so high because in the first phase of quarantine, I literally thought I was an influencer. Like I was like, wow, I'm going to do all this self-care. I'm going to color coordinate my closet. Um, Oh yeah. Also, fuck the home edit. We got to talk about that. The home edit, that show on Netflix that tells you to color coordinate things. You have triggered my OCD. I'm not happy about it. I had never bought, bought anything at the container store and now I have and I'm not okay with it because I spent up to 2 a.m. when I color coordinating my closet. So yeah, fuck the home edit. Wow. That was a really passion. It rant about the home edit. I just think it's really triggering for me because it sets me off to do something that I already do in like, I'm not a great cleaner, but I'm a great organizer. They're different. I know. Confusing. Anyways, I'm getting so off track. I'm so distracted because I can hear my boyfriend taking 
a bath. I can hear him splashing around. I wish you could see this visual. Visual, I've gotten so close to the podcast mic. Okay, next time when it happens, if you can hear it, for the love of God, DM me that you're like, I heard your boyfriend splashing around in the bath. This is the most all over the place podcast. I'm so sorry, but my brain, this is what happens to me when I'm in this neurotic headspace. It's like, I cannot pay attention, but I'm also super paying attention to everything. Ah, The irony that I'm like, I'm going to make this tranquil episode and I'm like bugging out. We need to slow down. Yet I've managed to take on too much again on my plate. I don't know. Maybe there's some lessons to be learned. We don't need to push ourselves so hard. And you know what? COVID hit. It was like snow days. And then it was like, fuck, we're still in it. And there was like great days of just like having to never get out of your pajamas. And there was also restless boredom. I'm never going to forget this thing. 2020 is the year that the excuse... I'm sick became so real. Like anytime somebody was like to me, like, "Uh I'm not feeling well. Like I don't want to go. Literally, I was like, shut the fuck up. I'm going out. I like don't always go out. So when I go out, I expect every single person that I even slightly know to be like, Marley's going out. I'm going. And if you told me you were sick, I literally would be like, fuck off. Now, 2020, it's like, oh, you're sick? Great. Well, I wasn't seeing you anyways, and I'll continue not to see you because you're (laughs) sick. It's really the year that that meme, it became not cute anymore or funny. You know what else is interesting about COVID? This was probably the best year of any pet's life because the owners were always home. I genuinely, I'm concerned for the dogs that when people go back to work, one day that they're going to be so sad. Like, can we just make it a rule now that like you're allowed to bring your pets to work because like they're so humanly attached now. But the truth is I'm humanly attached now. The funny part, she's so cute. I'm staring at her right now is I have a cat. I don't even have a dog. She's 1000% fine without me. Cats don't need anyone, anything, but I'm like, Misty has to go everywhere with me. Like, but basically I'm saying that moving forward in normal life, I want to take my cat everywhere. And I just don't know if that's going to happen. <sighs> I'm genuinely concerned for the mental health of these pets in 2020 because they got nothing but love and attention and snuggles. And we need that. And maybe we're all nicer. Oh, what is happening to me? I'm actually falling apart. Okay. So I think we need to all start taking care of ourselves a little bit more. Seeing 2020 was a shit show. One thing that might have gone up in your life was uh, your use of TikTok and um, self-care because on TikTok, evidently, everybody just is a self-care genius. And I was like, oh my God, I should be sleeping with these things under my eyes every single night. And like, I should be doing this to my skin. I have horrible acne. I always have. I've done everything and it's like maybe gotten like, 30% better? I'm like, thank you, TikTok. Clearly not a dermatologist. Did you learn to take better care of yourself in COVID because you suddenly had all this time? And then the funny part is like, at first you're like, wow, I'm going to work out. I'm going to like wash my face 500 times a day. I'm going to eat so healthy because I have all this time to prepare these meals that I like never have time for. So it's just like, oh my God, your life is amazing. And you're all the way up here. And then there's like this deep, deep, drop off. And it's like, no, I'm going to support local business and eat out every single day. And I'm going to gain 45 pounds and drink every single night. And then like, we kind of came back out to the middle and then we got really, really dark again. And then we were like, yes, 
I'm an influencer and I stay home and I make content. And then you're back to like the deep, 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 like I'm going to overeat my feelings and drink a lot of alcohol because we're in COVID situation. Yeah, no, it was a roller coaster. It it has been a roller coaster. I like that I'm talking about this. Like it's over. No, that eating out is a luxury. It's so wake up callish. I don't know that like eating out really is a privilege that like even sitting down at that dinky, dinky wiener schnitzel, that is a privilege. Being able to order French fries and consume them right there without messing up your car is a privilege. There's just a lot of luxuries we did not recognize. But one thing I really want to talk about is, um, there's some things like sanitizing and like excessive hand washing. I'm like, why weren't we doing that before? Yeah, no, I know that one really takes a moment of pause for me. I don't understand why ever I would go to CBS, touch a million different things, get into my car, touch my steering wheel, touch my phone, touch my purse, touch my car handle, touch the gear shifter, touch the key or the start button, get out, punch in the code to get into my garage, you know, get in the elevator, push the button. I have a keypad to get into my place, touch the keypad again, and then like continue on with my life. Ew! Why the fuck were we not washing our hands the instant you entered a building? I really, I genuinely don't know. Like, the amount of things you touch, COVID or not, I'm serious, COVID or not, like, the amount of things you touch in a day is disgusting. And you know how many other people touch the pen you sign with your credit card with? Oh, God, like, why were we not sanitizing that before. Also, you know something that has forever changed in my mind? The pens we steal. I will never, ever steal pens again. I love to steal free shit. I love merch. My boyfriend calls me the merch queen. I love, 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 love merch. But those pens that you steal, so many other people have touched and potentially put in their mouths. Oh, And I was just like, yeah, I'll just, I'll steal them. I want them, you know, because I'm like, oh, whatever. It's cute. It's a good pen, free pen. Don't have to go buy them now at Staples, even though they're $4. What, what was I thinking? They're so gross. The added precautions on planes to like wipe stuff down. Yeah, I'm sorry. What were you doing before? You know, restaurants now sanitize when they were open. So sorry. Anybody who works in the restaurant industry, my heart just breaks for you. Um, you know, they're like, oh, we're wiping down the tables in between sittings now. And I'm like, wait, you, huh? I'm sorry. Did I hear you right? So you didn't do that before? Like these are little things that I'm like, I don't know. I think about when I have grandchildren one day, you know, and like, I'm going to be like, little Tommy, like, all right, make sure to take your shoes off before you enter the building and leave your outdoor clothes in the hallway and put on your indoor clothes and like, make sure to wash your hands before you do anything. Like these things that you, you know, your each grandparent has one thing that's just like, what? Why do you do that? That's going to be mine. COVID is ingrained in my heart. I mean, yes. Does my little privileged brain still think 
Coachella is happening? Yes. My little brain literally doesn't think that it's past March because Coachella didn't happen. Isn't that sad? Is that I mark things on life events that happen and because this whole year feels like the blur of the same Groundhog's Day, I have no idea what month it is. True facts. Yes, we all fucking miss it. But is there something we can walk away from this year and be like, wow, I really learned something? Because to be honest, I think I learned that the things right in front of me that I felt I needed to do weren't actually that important compared to the farther away goals I wasn't chipping away at every day. You know, it really did maybe put into my perspective that you have a goal and that each step should be working to that goal and all the other little things that seem like they're helping that goal but aren't and are kind of just distractions to the side. Why was I wasting my time and energy and putting a lot of anxiety into those things? I, you know, when COVID hit, really freaked out and then centered. And I was like, wow, just clear out all that other bullshit in a little swimmy dog motion and just focus on the goals. It sounds so simple, but a a congested mind of a neurotic millennial 25-year-old, it's very confusing. But I can't be the only person who's had that problem. (laughs) So, yes, have I gotten so good at taking COVID tests? 100%. I know all the hot spots to go to. Has the one thing that I have literally laughed my butt over this year is the bougie uh, COVID station in Abikini um, that is actually decorated, like really nice. And I swear nobody who's sick actually goes there. It's just like a cute place to get COVID tested. Make it trendy and everybody in LA will go to it. Oh yeah, 2020 never saw this coming. I guess really... Be careful what you wish for when you write your goal list. Honestly, I am speechless, you guys, this year. We all know. We all know. And yet, at the same time, I feel like I've been so drunk that it all feels like one big blur. Not that I've been so drunk that I'm equating it. Whatever, you get what I'm saying. I'm equating it to being so drunk that it feels like one big blur. And I'm just having the hugest anxiety hangover of it all right now. Like, will we look back in a year and just be like, not remember all the things that happened because it was such a blur? God, I hope not. Somebody write this shit down. I'm so distracted. I literally feel like that dog and up and it's like, I just met you and I already love you, squirrel. That's not even the voice he used. It's more like, I just met you and I already love you, squirrel. That is literally how I feel making this podcast right now. But I think that is just how 2020 feels. I think I just keep taking these moments of silence because I like wish one of you would speak back to me because... I'm just talking to this uh, podcast mic, staring off into the abyss. Guys, really, I think 2020 has taught us to be a lot nicer to ourselves, nicer to others. Evidently, personal space has never been more important. That bubble 
of, um, you know, my personal bubble has never been more real. I think we should all actually just for the rest of 2020 run around in those big hamster balls that, you know, you play like not whatever bumper soccer with, you know, you could just run around in those for the rest. How funny would that be? Like, please, I actually need that for 2020. Like, could everyone in their pods just each go buy those hamster wheel thingies, ball things that you get inside of and like, let's just all hang out in a park and just be like, oh, hey, Marcus, haven't seen you since 2019. (laughs) Oh God, I feel like I'm making dad jokes. Oh, but seriously though, if you do that with your family, like as like a Christmas Eve party, uh, please DM me pics. Would love it. Um, honestly, might consider buying like eight for my family. Would be really cute for us to just run around in a field in those hamster balls. Um, guys, seriously, I have nothing else to say. Oh, uh, let me think of something great to leave you on. Yeah, no, I got fucking nothing. <laughs> The definition of me trying so hard and failing yet again. But guys, seriously, thank you so much for listening. And once again, um, make sure to like and subscribe. What am I even saying? Who am I? Who is this behind the mic? I'm literally having an erotic meltdown over here. <sighs> Don't podcast sober. I'm kidding. Anyways, <laughs> thank you guys so much for listening. And I will see you in 2021. <laughs> Oh, and my computer's not even open. Oh my God. This is, I'm just a hot mess.